In this episode of Novel Predictions, Kales and Allison write their own story. Yeah, the reason is that he is having an affair with Arya's mother. (laughs) What what is this story? (laughs) So, asshole dad. Why do I feel like that between now and October I have to write this? And this is weird because we're missing half our intro. Yeah, and today is weird. Today is weird. So today we are going to do a bonus episode. So if you follow us on social, you will have seen on Instagram that I threw out a request for bonus episode ideas, and I had some really great suggestions. Um, I didn't take any of them. What the fuck? You can't tell them that they had good suggestions and then not take any of the suggestions. They inspired me. Um, I was inspired by some of your suggestions to come up with a game. But not all of them because we hate some of you. No, we're just kidding. We love all of our listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for uh, downloading and and giving us five-star reviews and and rating and reviewing. We're just really, really grateful for you guys. So thank you. Even though Allison didn't take any of your ideas, we still love you. (laughs) <laughs> we still love you. Your ideas inspired me, and they made me um, more confident in the fact that you wanted a bonus episode instead of us just having radio silence for a week. You know what? That's so a here's really, really good point. I didn't think about that yeah. point until you just fucking said it. Yeah. So here's the reason we have a bonus episode. Um, hey, guys. The year has 52 weeks in it, and that means that there's two weeks a year where – or two months a year where there's three weeks. Um, three, three Tuesdays. Doesn't work for us. Yeah, three Tuesdays. Doesn't work for us. So, and Kales is traveling across the entire country a bunch this month. Yeah, listen to the next episode about where I'm going and how fucking insane it is. Yeah. So, um, for this first March week, we're going to do this bonus episode. And then our Grave Mercy predictions and reviews are going to straddle April. So, it'll be the end of March for the predictions episode, the second, literally the second of April for the review episode. And then we'll be back to normal month schedule for the rest of the year until October in which we will do another bonus episode. Yes, because that's so, that's how math works. And and in so in April, um like we said, you'll you'll get to read Grave Mercy, which you can still use all of March to read Grave Mercy, but then you technically it's have long. Yeah, cuz it's really long. It's 582 pages as I like to continuously remind Allison that she gave me the longest goddamn book ever. Um Why don't you give me like Anna Karenina or some shit? I'm, I'm gonna not going to give you. you Anna Karenina. That's like something i would do but not the point. yeah <laughs> not the point um no i i i think that you guys still have some time to read this one which is great but then we'll have whatever book i pick in april will still fall technically in april so grave mercies are march right. book yes and it works and just don't ask questions anyway <laughs> here's what <laughs> it's like the catholic just church let it be sorry here's what we're doing <laughs> I came I came up with a game for us to play. Because Allison's better at thinking of these things than I am. I just edit. Which is not usually true. Just in this one instance, I feel like it's true. It's all good. It works. Um. So we're calling the game... Nob- no, wait. What are we calling it? Oh, Predictions, predictions roulette. roulette. 
<laughs> so I thought about all of our terrible, terrible predictions. And what we spend the most time doing during every podcast is basically writing a new story that we think is good instead of predicting the correct story because we're bad at predicting. Which but we're is good why, at writing stories. Which is why I just have to say real quick, this also just occurred to me. I'm having a lot of epiphanies during this episode. But <laughs> what also occurred to me, which is why I think the person who has never read the book sometimes has been rating the book less than we might have rated it on our own because we kind of constructed this better story in our head and the fact that we yeah. did it wrong makes us dislike the book i don't know i that's just a really interesting theory that i just came I up i think with. that's true yeah like i think i i am i am more harsh whenever i think my story was better <laughs> Right. Than the one I read. Right. Which is why, like, I think Sense and Sensibility was a way and, and Poison Study was a thing. And, like, I just think that that's why we, those of us who are reading it for the first time for this podcast episode are rating them lower than maybe we would have if we picked them up on our own. Just a th- food for thought. Moving on. Continue with your explanation, please. So here's the game. So it's called uh, Predictions Roulette. We I have constructed a wheel on the internet because the internet is beautiful that has the titles of all the books we've read excluding grave mercy because we haven't finished that book yet um so there's eight of them just so there's eight no yeah there's eight yes there's eight yeah there's eight there's eight books so the, the eight books we've already read um and we're going to write a story based on chance and the books and our knowledge and what we remember which is also probably going to be hilarious um about the books so we're going to start with like the very basics of stories we're going to spin the wheel for things like who's the main character if it lands on thug the main character is star yep if it lands on aragon the main character is aragon and so on so forth or love interest mentor that kind of thing and we're going to build a story and based off of that it's going to be this convoluted messed up story and it's going to be ridiculous, I'm sure. Yes. And we did not play test this, so hopefully it's fun. No. And so so here are the eight books that we've read thus far. Um, so we started off, we premiered uh, novel predictions with Aragon. And then I made Allison read The Fault in Our Stars, and she hated me for it. And then we read um, Poison Study. And then after that was, I'm doing this from memory and I'm not looking the at the wheel. The Hate You Give. And then, I'm cheating now, I'm looking at the wheel. And then it was A Curious Beginning. <laughs> And then we did Uglies, and then we did The Colton Compass and Sense and Sensibility. Fuck, man. This is a wide array of of things. Yeah, it's a lot of random stuff. This story's going to be pretty wild. Oh, my God. Okay. So. Okay, we ready to get started? Yeah. So who wants... What's the first thing we're going to spin for? Let's spin for main character first. And I argue that since you picked the first book, I get to spin the wheel. I'm happy with that. Okay, cool. Here we go. Tick, 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 tick. Like fucking Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) <laughs> the golden compass okay so our main character is lyra is lyra is... oh she's 12 this could oh, get weird god no okay so we'll make it not weird i can do that so we start off with lyra who is our main character she is uh 12 years old she oh this will be interesting because that doesn't necessarily mean she's gonna have a demon so she's like on her own or is it demon or is it lyra and her little pet person whose name i can't remember <laughs> Pan. pan does pan come do with think, lyra because they're attached have... yeah you think so yeah because maybe he'll make it more interesting okay fine so we lyra have lyra and pan. and pan lyra slash pan that's what i'm yeah. reading okay cool 
Okay, so the next question I have, let, okay, how about this? Lyra's 18. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just changing it now? I'm changing that because I have my next question to spin for is love interest. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> Lyra is 18 years old. She is legally able to be in love. Okay. <laughs> Physically. Okay, I'm spinning, spinning the wheel. Do it. Love interest, Aragon. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, but wait. But wait, the love interest from Aragon is not Aragon. No, it's it not. It's Arya. It's what's her name? Arya. Oh. So I'm into that. Let's yes, do... LGBTQ rep. Uh, Arya, who is like 100 years old, so it doesn't right, matter. Right, she's an elf, and... right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. So we've got... <laughs> so we have Lyra. <laughs> we have... And Pan. Oh, God. Does, the, does Pan... If they have like... Don't ask this question. <laughs> Just stop. Just don't. I can tell what you're going to say, and you should not say it. <laughs> but I kind of want to know. Oh, my God. I, okay. I think Pan closes his eyes and goes into a different But room. does he feel anything? <laughs> oh, my God. No, but, like, I'm serious. Does Does the demons have... Because they do. They feel, the, they feel each other's pain. Right. So do they feel each other's orgasms? Oh, my God. The legitimate question. I wonder if this is covered in Golden Compass. Not the first one, obviously, but the third one with all the Okay, but I really want to know. No, I really want to fucking know. I really want to know. If, oh, my God, because if they do have sex, is Pan... Okay, anyway, regardless. Wait, here's a damn question. Is there sexy Golden Compass fan fiction? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. I feel like that's what we're writing now. Um... Oh my god, there totally is. Absolutely. <gasps> what? Oh my god, do the demons get it on then? Okay, this one's a... Because oh. <laughs> demons can touch each other, but humans can't touch each other's people's demons. But that's just a taboo. It's not like... Oh my god, can't, so like can't. the ultimate sign of interest is being able to touch each other's demons? That's a terrible innuendo. Oh my god, you're right. That's what this should be. Well, it's yeah, not predictions roulette. It's like her, fan fiction roulette. When her her demon gets touched, it's like... She feels it. Right. That's what I'm saying. So is it like... Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of those terrible, which... I'm sorry. I'm probably isolating a few people. But those really terrible dragon menage shifter romance novels where it's like a dragon writer and his dragon who are, like, soul bound and they both, like, have sex with the girl. That's... And they can, like, feel... I'm not going to lie. That's, like, the weirdest threesome I've ever heard of in my life. I know. This is why my mother can't listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, you didn't read it. I did. Anyway. <laughs> no, just talking about it. Anyway. Okay, so Lyra, 18 years old, legal. Aria, our elven love interest. Okay. Okay, who's going to be the mentor, Kale? Spin the wheel. Oh, my God. Um, is there a mentor look, look. in a curious beginning? A curious beginning. Well, we can just pick a character to be That's the mentor. That's true. Um, Who do we want it to be? Oh, my God. I want it to be... I want it to be the main character. She'd be a fantastic mentor to Lyra. And, like, in the ways of sexual awakenings. Oh, my God. That's so true. Oh, my God. This is just turning into a sexual I don't character. care. <laughs> <laughs> this is the okay. best game ever. Okay, um, what is her name? God damn it, I can't remember. The main character's name in the book that you picked and made me read, you don't remember? Veronica Speedball. There it is. Sorry. Took, I didn't even look it up, I promise. Um, 
Okay, so Veronica Speedwell is mentor in what? In the ways of love? Yes, in the ways of love. In in yes, because that's what this is now. It's because I'm convinced <laughs> this is just where we're at. So this is why there's no love interest in the first one of Golden Columbus is for this reason. So in the ways of love. And Lyra is also very nervous about falling in love with this elven woman. It doesn't matter that she's a woman. It matters the fact that she's an elf. And it's an elf and a human. And it's very, um, uh, it's very. It's star- is it star-crossed? No, it's not forbidden. It's, 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 is it because, I think it's probably because Arya is like, so Lyra's 18 in, in this in this book we're writing. Um, and Arya is like an elf. She's probably hundreds of years old. Right. So, so it's very twilight experience in that, you know, because Edward is 90 something. And even though he's stuck in the body of a 16 year old, you know, it's the same type of thing of like, I am so much older and wiser than you. And so Lyra seeks counsel from Veronica Speedwell, who is this adventurous, wildly woman who admittedly has only really had sex with men, but she understands femininity in general and wooing and passion. I'm putting wooing as one of the mentory. Fuck yeah, you are. Thanks. Okay. And then I also think probably Arya Lyra has so it's from Lyra's perspective. So right. she probably is also thinking that Arya um is like why would she be interested in her? Why would right. Arya why be is Lyra special? Right. Like <laughs> Lyra is spending a lot of time thinking about why she would be chosen by this person. Okay. Next is who's the villain? I'm spinning. Golden Compass again. Okay. okay. So, okay. That's perfect. Oh, that's great. So then Lyra's parents are... So Mrs. Coulter and Asshole yeah, Dad? Yeah, and Asshole Dad are against this union. They are very racist and are totally against this whole idea of her um, fornicating with elves. And, and is really, like, <laughs> really upset about the whole idea that she's, like, she's... You know, because Lyra's been sneaking out at oh night and goes God. to elven parties. Elven and human parties. And and then she's heard, like, one of her very best friends is a half-elf. And the fact that they've, you know... she's Well, now we're in D&D. Well, now she's... No, 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 but then she's illegal. And she's, like, not allowed to be in anywhere. And what oh. else... Oh, I see. But did you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, and it, so are you saying the world is that? Do you think this is a taboo action in the world? Like this interracial relationship? I don't know. That do you want it to be? Into? Is that too stereotypical, or should her parents just be against it? I think her parents should just be okay. Against then, it. I think they should be just be shitty. Okay, then erase it then and go back. And her parents are just against it. Her parents are like old fashioned, and she's like, no, this is the way of new. Things. You know what it is. It's not, and I don't think it's about them being lesbians at all. No, it's not lesbian. It's the fact that she's an elf. Yeah, but I think that it's that they have a certain, like, vision of their family, and it does not include pointy ears. There it is. Yep. I'm amazed by their their very good skills right now. Old-fashioned. I'm writing all this down so that we can recap it. I don't want no pointy ears in their family. so much fun <laughs> okay okay all right so that's our cast okay. of characters um the next thing we are setting where is this taking place spin the wheel me or you no you spin it i just spent i just spun oh my god please be uglies <laughs> oh my god please be uglies that would be so damn good. it it's poison study okay so oh okay we're in this like fantasy land we're in ixia that's the name of the ixia. place ixia so, okay, but is it the military district thing still? No, I think it should be in the other world. 
Ooh, okay. I think it should to be the in the one that lands. we didn't get to visit that she escapes to, and it's like the circus people. The circus people. Right? Wasn't she an acrobat? And there's like a festival or a carnival? Oh, the fire festival. That's it. Okay, yeah. So we're in the southern lands where magic is a thing. Yes. Okay, so now we have introduced magic into this world. Um, Lyra doesn't have magic. Lyra's magic is her demon. Because not everybody Lyra has a no demon. magic. Arya has magic. Arya totally fucking has magic. Veronica has magic. Veronica has magic. Okay, but they have to be different. So what what kind of magic does Arya have? Veronica's like, magic is um is is a uh, is a uh, nature oriented with her butterfly shit. Okay, so she's like a hedge witchy type, or maybe she's more she's kind of like a refined um, hedge witchy. Like her plants are all very organized. It's not like greenhouse like sprout. It's like very she's meticulous. Like, she's like Angela in Aragon. I don't remember that chick. She was the the um. The woman with the cat that talked to Aragon the whole time. Sure. Yes. Okay. So she's like a nature. She's like a cleric. No, wait. A druid. Yeah. yeah. Druidic. druidic. She's druidic in nature. No? Yeah, that's fine. I wanted her that's to be. like mo- nature magic domain. Yeah, that's fine. I just don't want her to be hippie-esque. I still want her to keep Veronica to keep her okay. regimented. Like. Okay. So she's still like a refined English yeah, lady. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But she just likes plants. Which is ironic, because she comes from a London-like town. I don't know. Okay, well, let's see. Um, nature magic, specifically, like, bugs. Yes. Arya. Maybe Arya has a destructive kind of magic, and that's another reason that the parents don't like her. Yes. So she's, like, fire, like, evocation. Like, fire. Or just, like. I'm thinking, like, loop. Yeah, like, loop. That'll work. Like loop from the adventures. Yeah, no, I knew I knew what you were talking about. No, I know for our listeners. Which, um, if you're listening to us and not listening to Adventure Zone, I don't know what you're doing in your life. Sorry. Yeah, so good. Okay. Anyway, we've given them free airtime enough. So, okay, Southern Lands. Um, what else happens in the Southern Lands that would be relevant? There's like a council of mages that run it. There's like the governmental system. Yeah. Um, which her father openly ran for and lost. Okay. Father wanted to be a politician. And he lost. So he was reduced to academia, but he still holds himself as if, you know, in public opinion and shit like that. Um, so he holds a, ooh, ooh. Okay. So he holds a grudge against this council, right? Right. And Arya is a daughter of the council. There it is. That's it. Yes. She's the daughter of probably like the high councilwoman. Who beat him out in the race. Yes. We're getting all uh, Romeo and Juliet up in here, but that's fine. <laughs> the Of his political rival. Okay. Okay, cool. What's this. the next spinning one? The next one is the inciting incident. <laughs> okay. Let me... Did I spin? Oh, it's no. you. You spin. It's me. <laughs> oh, God. What'd you get? The fault in our stars. Oh, my God! So the inciting incident is, does somebody have cancer? No. Um. Or is the inciting incident that, it's got to be something from the book. They meet up at a group. They meet in group therapy? Um. Um. Maybe it's a support, maybe, maybe it's a support group for the. Children of the uh, council? Daughters, yeah, like daughters of, um. Uh, 
of the distant politicians. Yeah, okay, let's do that. That's how they meet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, they meet. What is a good, what's a name for this council or this uh, meetup? I'm thinking like Daughters of the Revolution, but like Daughters of. It's called DOP and it's Daughters of Politicians. <laughs> DOP, okay. You gotta go, to, you gotta go to DOP today? Support group, okay. Um, and what do you think draws them to each one another in this meeting that they they attend? Oh, it has to be um, the way that they speak to each other, because that's how it is for uh, Hazel and Augustus. So basically, they're the like wittiest people in the room. That and the fact that like the um, so I'm thinking that what I'm thinking is that um, Lyra's dad was like the incumbent, and he got outbeat by Arya's mom and so but Lyra okay. can't really let go of the support group so she goes even though um Arya's new and um so she goes even though she doesn't she's not technically part of it anymore much like um Augustus what's his name Augustus mm-hmm. yeah I always want to call him August every time I know because even though Augustus is in remission he did yeah okay so Lyra goes because it's her habit and it's like her where her people are right. Um, and Ari is new. Ari is new, and they should hate each other because their parents hate each other. But they form a connection because of the the toils of being in the political spotlight. They they can relate to one another, yep. even though they're so vastly different in race and age and everything. <laughs> literally everything. Everything. Literally everything. <laughs> What is next? Next is what's the plot twist? Spin the wheel. Oh my God. Give me sense and sensibility now. (laughs) Fuck yes. Oh my God. Did you get some sensibilities? Yeah, boy. (laughs) Okay. So what's the twist? The twist is that there's a secret lover. Ari is engaged. Oh my God. (laughs) Is she engaged to a man or a woman? I don't think we want to make this about. um, I think you're right. I think she's engaged to a woman. Or um, non-binary to, character. How about this? Arya is engaged to a childhood friend who shall remain genderless in our minds. Okay. Because um, we never meet them. Because we never meet them. But it's like rumored. Um, it's in the newspapers. We, there's pictures of the two of them together. It's this, like, outing. People know, which is, I rumor. think, is what's yeah, so different. We don't, we, she does never confirms. It's all rumor. Yes, it's all rumor. It's in, like, the National Enquirer of this society. <laughs> Okay, um, and so that's the twist. So that makes Lyra, like, question everything. Everything, because they've had these magical conversations and really related to one another. And Lyra feels so connected to her and attracted to her, and she feels reciprocated by it. And, oh, woe is Lyra when all of a sudden <laughs> it is it is the, the rumored that she's with someone else. And they've been destined to be together for the last 50 years. But he's been away at war, and we're waiting for his triumphant return from the northern warlands. No, here's what I think happens. Okay. I don't think the fiancé is heroic. I think the fiancé... Can he be a douchebag? That's fine, too. Yeah. I think that the fiancé sucks, and they, like, but what they what happened is Arya, like, went off and did her thing. Like, her, her parents are these politicians. But in, in terms of age ratios for elves she's like you know in her like early 20s kind right. of maturity wise so she kind of went off and she well they moved her parents moved out of like 
you know, elf, the elf lands to come do this thing, be politicians. So she has all this experience in, in the world and in the city and stuff. But the fiance has never left home. Oh, yes. That's has, better. Still lives yep, with their that's parents. Better. Doesn't have anything, any hobbies other than Arya. So they, they are constantly like hounding her. But really, so she's fallen. She was completely disenchanted by them years ago but has just not taken the like time and effort to break their heart i think I'm so down. She, she's technically still engaged just like edward but she has no connection to the person anymore nice so they're like a deadbeat basically cool well the next one is betrayal so let's see okay the fault in our stars again oh, okay um what what would oh, it be? Oh, the hero a dies. So, well, the hero is the betrayal, right? That the the author sucks and 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 it like kind of ruins that. And but then Augustus also betrays Hazel by not telling her. That could be the betrayal. Lyra feels betrayed that what's her face didn't tell her. But that's the plot twist. Ugh, okay, fine. Um, we got to make this more convoluted. Okay, so what about one of them gets cancer? <laughs> no, no, nobody's getting cancer. I refuse. I feel like it should be something with the parents. Like they're having an affair. The dad has an affair with the politician mother. Oh, maybe the reason. Okay. That's why they can't get together. Awkward. Revisionists are history. Yeah. So maybe Mrs. Coulter doesn't have an issue with it, but asshole dad does have an issue with the relationship. And the reason he claims it's a different reason. He claims, (gasps) but the reason really is that he's in love with the mother. Yeah. The reason is that he is having an affair with Arya's mother. (laughs) What what is this story? So asshole dad. Why do I feel like that between now and October I have to write this? (laughs) It's like the biggest crossover ever. I'm gonna put it up on Wattpad or something. (laughs) Arya's mother. Um and that's why he doesn't want them to get together. And so Lyra finds out. Yes. But in like a really gross way. So she probably like sees them together. Oh, maybe she's at Arya's house. <gasps> yes. And she's sneaking out. Like she snuck in and they spent like the night together, or whatever. And she's sneaking out of the house. And as she like walks by a room, she sees her father like have this conversation and passionate kiss with Arya's mother. <sighs> yes. But right. Like and then she's like so broken, especially because he's been being super racist the whole damn time. Yep. So he's both betraying her. Mrs. Coulter and Arya's mother because he's a racist. Yep. Okay. I'm very happy with that. Okay. Um, I put magic or not, but we already said there was magic. magic. Okay. So let's uh, roll for tropes. We're just going to do a few. So you spin the wheel. I feel like we kind of already and created tropes. I know. I know, but I want to. Oh I my God. More. Fault in our stars. <laughs> we'll do two more. Okay. Fault in our stars. Yeah. Um, Star-crossed lovers. That's a trope. But they're... Uh, okay. They are. Are we Well, so are we going to end the story with them still being together Ooh. and Arya's father being, like, exiled or something? Or are they not going to be able to be together because he's with her mother? No, I want them to be together. I'm rooting I for them, them now at this too. point. I want them to be together, too. I'm very invested. Um, okay, so okay. Can, can a friend of theirs... We haven't talked about any tertiary characters. Can a friend of theirs have something happen to them? You know how like the tertiary character dies or to like bring them back together after the schism. Yeah, something like that. Okay, tertiary character dies. Um, here, let me roll to see what character it is. Yeah, do that. 
Because that's what I'm thinking. The Fault in Our Stars, like, Isaac's eyes go away, and, like, that brings them back together. And, right. Yeah. Not back together, but brings them closer. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. We haven't had any hate you give or uglies. I know. I'm, at? I'm honestly just, like, rolling until I get something fun. Okay. No. You can't do that. It's the wheel. What are you doing? I know. You're I'm cheating tre- the wheel. I'm cheating the wheel. Oh, I got okay, uglies. Okay, fine. It's... Okay, <laughs> yes. Real, I got uglies. Good. Um, okay, great. So is it... Uh, <laughs> oh my god, but they don't end up together at the end of Uglies. Well, this is just a, this is just a person we're pulling in to kill. Oh. Yeah, we're killing in a tertiary can character. Can we kill Tally? Kill. <laughs> Hell yes, we can. Okay, so Tally, who... <laughs> Sorry, she's such a bitch. Who can was I kill the connection her? for them um, in the group, just like... What's his name? Uh, Isaac. She dies... Of stupidity, and <laughs> um, she dies at a riot or a rally, or maybe <laughs> suddenly gone to hate you. Go. <laughs> maybe she dies because she... in a hoverboarding accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's in a hoverboarding accident, like a magical hoverboarding accident. Oh, she can control air, and yeah, there you there go. you go. And so she, part of her hoverboard accident, she's like going super fast. Um, and she's also a, a, a kid at the at the at the Dops. Um, yes, right. That's but she's she a kid of like a them. secondary politician, and like she was encouraging, you know, of them. Even Veronica, even though Veronica was the one who like taught Lyra how to seduce and how to go forward, Tally was kind of that like super side friend. And even for Arya, she could even be like, "You should just go for it," you know. And 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 then in the end. Um, you know, they probably, she teaches them to go out hoverboarding because Tally has her own person that's a romantic interest in her life. And that's a, one of their cute little dates that they go on. And and they warn Tally about going too fast. And so later in the <laughs> yes. series, she crashes and dies and they reunite at her funeral. Yeah, the death, her death brings them back together after the engagement scandal. Yes. Okay. Um... I'm happy with this story. Let me read it to you. Wait, what? Wait, what's the resolution with the dad? And oh god, okay, we have to come up with a resolution. Here, are you spinning? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I figured it out. It's the hate you give. If you use the ending okay. for the hate you give, which is when everybody tells on the one guy that he was snitching, it's like his council, his people finally are like, "You racist fucker! You were have been dating this woman," and they out him out to everybody at the middle of this funeral, and is like, "You shouldn't even be here." Because maybe like the dad came and was like, "This funeral should not be being taken place on this ground," and and then everybody there is like, "You asshole!" And he gets like driven out and like denounced of everything and and she learns to stand up against her father and is like no and i'm in love with this woman and 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 instead of snitches get stitches snitches win <laughs> okay so dad gets publicly outed at tally's funeral and lyra stands up against him um and then aria's mom like kicks him to the fucking curb and mrs coulter also kicks him to the fucking curb and they become best friends yes i want them to be best friends not lovers though yeah, absolutely. Um, both kick him out. Both fucking dump his ass and become best friends. And this, and then, so at the end of the funeral, then, so is the funeral our last scene? Yes. I think the funeral is the last scene in the book. And then, uh, they the end get it on in a nearby mausoleum. I'm kidding. No, God, please no. <laughs> Ly- totally a joke. Lyra and Arya, um, like very sweetly, I think, like find each other at the funeral and start holding hands. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Hand-holding scenes, last thing we see. I'm so happy with this. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to read it back to you really quick? Yes, but then what are we going to call it? Okay. We'll, we'll come up with that as soon as we're done. Okay. So. Once upon a time. <laughs> no, kidding. Once upon a time. A girl named Lyra, who had a demon who was not really part of this story, <laughs> had par- had political parents in the land of Sitia. Sitia. That's what it's called. In Sitia. Um, her parents were kind of shitty, and her dad was an asshole who lost a political race. Um, he was booted from his seat. So she continued to go to her, her favorite group where all of her friends go, DOP, which is Daughters <laughs> daughters of Politicians, which is a great name for a group. And there, her friend, her friend slash annoying acquaintance, Tally, introduces her to a hundred-year-old elf named Arya, whose mother was the woman who seceded her father in his political position. Their union is discovered by asshole dad, which is literally his name in the script, and um, <laughs> he says a bunch of racist shit about Arya and doesn't want them to be together, and so they have to keep their love a secret. Um, meanwhile, but <clears throat> meanwhile, the whole time, um, Arya or L- Lyra finds a missive from Arya's betrothed. Um, back in her hometown and confronts Arya about it and they have a big out about how Arya is engaged. And that night as she's leaving and sneaking out of the house, yes, she sees... She sees asshole dad and Arya's mom in an intimate embrace and she understands that the reason he doesn't want her to be with Arya is because he's having an affair with Arya's mother. Dun, dun, dun. Meanwhile, then, after after they've been estranged for a while, um, Tally invites both of them, tries to secretly get them to come out on a date together, but sensing her plan, neither one of them decides to go out with Tally, and instead, Tally in a, f- goes too fast, and no one is there to stop her, and she tragically dies in an air hoverboarding accident. <laughs> so, because they both feel responsible for her death, they both attend, even though they didn't like her very much, because she's very annoying... <laughs> They attend her funeral. Out of nothing but guilt. <laughs> nothing but guilt. And they see each other there, but they're still awkward and they don't want to say anything. And then all of but a sudden, her funeral, Tally's funeral, is interrupted. <laughs> interrupted by asshole dad, who says, you can't have this funeral on political ground. And <laughs> and uh, also because, I don't know, Tally's parents were exiled or something, and so he doesn't want her to be honored. And his whole staff... And Lyra all out him as a cheating asshole. And because of this, Arya's mom and Mrs. Coulter dump him both in the exact same moment. And they become best friends, obviously, because that's how this works. And Arya and Lyra meet eyes across the coffin. And as everyone's walking out after the the funeral, they end up standing next to each other. And they say, hi. And they say, hi. And then they hold hands. And that's the end of our book. Yay! Oh my god, this is like almost as long as a normal episode. <laughs> almost. We're getting there. It's okay. Okay, what is the name of this very good oh book? Oh my god. <laughs> um. Oh, poor Veronica Speedwell. We forgot about her. She's very important to the plot. <laughs> <laughs> she literally teaches in the art of seduction and is the one that ultimately helps. Um, uh, uh, she starts the whole snitches, stitches thing. She's yeah, the she's first one. Of the dad's, one. Um, she's one of the dad's staff. Yeah, she's the first one who okay. starts the whole. He's a cheating asshole. I've booked so many okay. hotel rooms for him. 
<laughs> I'm so glad we came back to that. That was very important. It was very important. Um, um, maybe it should be like, that's so hard. Titles are hard. Okay, how about this? Friends, listeners, you tell yes! us. Yes! You tell us what to call this magical yes, and story. and if you come up with a good one, we'll get you a prize. Yeah, that's true. I will send you a book. And we will announce at our uh, Grave Mercy review episode who picked the best one. So that gives you a solid fucking month to come up with a really good title for this story. Yeah. So send us the title for this story. And we'll send you it's a book. It's very important that you do. And we'll send you a book for the one we pick because it's we got to pick a good it's gotta one. It's got to be we good. got to pick a banger for this very good it's story. It's got to be good. So get them in by um, April 1st. Um, yeah. Get them in. You can send them to us on social. Um, tag us so that we see it. Um, or I'll put make a post about it and you can respond yeah. in the comments. Yeah. Do that. That's the better way Yay. to do it. Cool. <laughs> I have so much editing okay. to do. Well, this has... <laughs> that was uh, Predictions Roulette. I think it was... I had fun. Pretty, I don't know about you guys, but I had a good time. I hope you enjoyed our very, very good story that we wrote. Can you tell that Kales is a writer and that I read a lot of books? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. That, well, thank you for listening to this episode. Yeah, please. Um, thank you. Thank you guys mercy. really for taking a chance on this bonus episode. We really appreciate yeah. it. Um, Grave Mercy is coming. We'll talk to you in two weeks about Grave Mercy. Uh, in the meantime, keep making novel predictions. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. <laughs>